Mrs. Crumb at the time, um, a blog. Um, this is something that I wanted to do for a while, and I even trained to do one a few years ago. Back then, it was going to be about maths, uh, and the idea was to give parents um, some ideas about the different methods that we could use. And as much as I love maths, um, I couldn't do it. Set it all up, paid for training, and then couldn't do it. Anyway, I've decided to do this. Um, I've written a blog on SharonRMStevens.com. And as part of this, I've asked a few grandmothers like myself if they would answer some questions for me, which... I'll include over the next few weeks and have some discussions with a few grandmothers as well. I mean, so far I've had a definite yes from Debs and a definite yes from Mrs. Martin, and she's completing her questionnaire as we speak. But the first thing I thought about was, you know, what's in a name? Because we have grandmother, grandma, granny. Nana, Nan, Mama, and there's a few others. But um, what does what do these words conjure up for you? I mean, if you put grandmother into the emoji search of your phone, what do you get? I know what I get, uh, and it's an old woman with white or graying hair. And that's not how I see myself. Yes, I'm a grandmother, and yes. I'm starting to see a few grey hairs and a few weeks ago I actually saw a long one and I was delighted. Um, You might think I'm quite mad but um, I see it as a rite of passage. Having had you know many friends who've passed away some you know unfortunately without seeing their grey hair there children or grandchildren Um, in fact my first friend passed away when I was age 13 because of all that I I decided that you know what I needed to celebrate so that's what I did anyway you know in the olden days grandmother she may have been my age or a bit younger but she may have stopped working you know from when she'd had her own children The younger me would most likely conjure up an image of an older woman sitting by the fire doing her knitting. Again, I'm not that stereotypical image of what she looks like, grandmother. And you definitely won't catch me sitting by the fire. Starters, I don't have one. I haven't stopped working, but I do knit. However, it's something that I've been doing since my early 20s when I was taught by an older woman who I worked with. She kindly taught me how to knit and no regrets at all. Anyway, where were we? Grandmothers may have still been married 
and most likely, you know, would have been spending her time looking after her own parents and grandchildren. Yet she may have been without the financial pressures, you know, that we have today. Some may not have had, you know, independence, although they probably wouldn't have struggled financially. And again, I know that this image wouldn't be the same for everyone because they would have been single mothers, single grandmothers, you, you know, had to do it themselves and struggle independently or do it independently. And if it wasn't for the Pensions Act of 1995, I would have been nearer my time to full retirement. And you know what? I was looking forward to not collecting my pension, but I was looking forward to my free bus pass. But unfortunately, you know, it's changed and I have to wait a bit longer for them. Um, and though, you know, although I was relatively young at the time, you know, I remember hearing it on the news, I didn't like the sound of it. Um, but sadly, it was too late for me to do, you know, make real changes because I stopped work when I had my first child in my early 20s. And, uh, you know, I had jobs to help out, you know, with the finances around that time. I didn't go back to full-time employment until my youngest was five. And then I did a degree. And after that, I worked part-time. So, you know, I felt that the changes were unfair. Because, you know, there's not a lot I could do about bridging that gap. I'd had too many years out. Um, and however, you know, it's not going to be easy for me, sort of, latter end. However, I don't regret doing it. You know, even though my pension pot's going to be not as big as it could be. And, you know, it was hard at the time. I don't regret it. I don't regret it. Had some good times with the children. You know, growing up and everything. And I get, as I said, it wasn't easy, but it's what we did. It's what we felt that we needed to do for our family at the time. And please, please don't ask me to debate whether a mother should work or not. Because I feel that each family have to decide what's best for them. Um, you know, I was asked this question a few years ago, I think it was last year. Uh, oh no, year before. And, you know, I haven't changed my mind. It's it's not something I feel that I can debate and I won't debate. I think each pe- you know, each family has to do what they feel is best for them and their children, you know. It's not for me. But we it's what we did and, you know, it was a different time. It was a different time. Um, anyway, what does the word grandmother convey? I think to most people, the word grandmother makes you think of an old, older person, an older woman. And as a result, um, some women refuse to be called grandmother. They will choose to be known by any other name but that. And of course, that's their choice. For me, I see it as a privilege because my view is there are only three people in the entire world that can legitimately call me their mother. And consequently, there are only four at the moment children that can call me grandma. 
you know, and it doesn't make me a better person or those that choose not to be called grandma any less or them any better as we all have to do what we're all comfortable with. But for me, you know, that that was the choice I made with my children. We, you know, we had a discussion about it and I was happy with that. Anyway, the, again, you know, the image of an old, old age woman, old age woman with white or grey hair is not aided by the countless comedy films I've seen in series. You know, it's not unusual to have the grandmother refusing to have her grandchildren call her by that name. Um, but, you know, she would be happy with them calling anything other, including her first name. Now, tell me if I'm wrong, willing to accept, but in most typical Caribbean households, that is something you would rarely see, if at all. Although I, you know, love the grandmother of Moana, and yes, I know that it's a cartoon. She's overweight. She has grey hair. Her only saving grace for me is how she cares for her grandmother. Sorry, she cares for her granddaughter. You know, she shares stories, she sings to her, she inspires her to be herself. But again, this is not atypical. Unfortunately for me, three of my grandparents died before I was born. However, on my first visit to Jamaica when I was 11, you know, I had the pleasure and delight of meeting one of my grandmothers. Um, And even though it was our first meeting, I knew there was no way that I was going to be calling her by her first name. Um, You know, and I obviously called her grandma or grandmother, I can't actually remember, but I know there's no way that I would have called her by her first name. Um, She was very old at the time, and I remember her showing her surroundings, you know, the area where my father grew up, and the river that he would cross. Um, I remember her telling us that sometimes when it rained, that the you know the river would rise, and then my dad would be stuck on the other side, and then he'd have to go and stay with family, and couldn't you know cross back to his you know to where his mother lived. Can't say I would have liked that myself, but that's how it was. Um, and unfortunately, I don't really remember any more stories because um, it was a short visit. I think we just stayed the night. And when we got back, um, she passed away a few years later. And as it is now, and still, sadly still is, um, it's expensive to fly to and from Jamaica. Um, so didn't get to see her again. Um, for my own children. You know, when entering their grandparents' home, the first thing they had to do was greet them. You know, they'd be so excited and perhaps want to watch something on TV or see other family members that were visiting or excited about seeing what goodies Grandma had. But there was no way they could do that without first greeting Grandma and Grandad. You know, and they could only call them grandma, granddad. At home, I mean, we had our own way of, you know, 
demarcating which grandma it was that we were talking about and it was either Grandma Thompson or Grandma Stevens. There'd been definitely no first name here. Absolutely not. That wouldn't happen. <laughs> um, as part of this, I, I thought um, I'd see, you know, if it was just my younger self that would have this picture in my head of this old, older woman with grey hair. Anyway, I decided, I thought I'd do an online search for images. And would you believe it? It was hard to find photos of a person that looked anything remotely like me. Um, this led me to a question as to why that is, you know. We're in 2021. Why is a society, you know, when we think of the word grandmother, it's something who has white or grey hair with wrinkles and sits in a rocking chair. Um, and I've got a confession again. Yes, I have a rocking chair. And <laughs> I know I'm not <laughs> stereotypical, but I do. I own it, and I own it with pride. It was actually um, my mother's, so it was my children's grandmother that had the chair. But um, I had one when I was younger, and I used to sit in it when I went to visit her, but now I've got it. So, um, but I'm still not the stereotypical image of what the world may view me as, you know, as a grandmother. But it does make me wonder why though, you know, why, why is it that this representation hasn't changed? You know, because we all accept that 50 is the new 60. So you think it would have changed by now? 